Dad Bod History. Welcome to this episode of Dad Bod History. Yeah, yeah. We are starting the Super Bowl. That's right. We're doing our bromance bracket, the greatest bromances of history, uh, of non-history, fictional history. It doesn't matter. We threw it all in there. We're going to have mm. to fight it out, and we're going to see mm. who uh, who comes out on top. Yeah. So, mm. Mm. Eric, how you doing? Mm. Doing good. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> Eric has totally lost the ability to speak. I have. I have. Uh, I'm on Christmas break from school. I lost track of the days. Yeah, really? we started on the twenty second. It's like uh it's like Christmas break in college. You get six weeks off. Oh, we only had two weeks, but uh we started the twenty second. Uh-huh. So it was just a few days before Christmas. So we're wrapping it up. I've lost track of days. Okay. There's days I haven't showered. School's back in today. session for three days now. You just haven't gone in. <laughs> Something like that. It's awesome. Maybe that's what Jeff, happened. how you doing? I'm good. Hey, um, just a little side note. I haven't gotten my my check this month from uh, Dad Bod History. So if you could look into that with accounting, Eric, that'd be great. I'll, I'll take I a should, look. I shouldn't have brought that up on the air, but yeah, no, are. I'll take a look in uh, our is TikTok he, creator. Or, I'm sorry, are we doing dividends to Jeff now? It's all thirty two <laughs> cents that we get. I, I, I thought we all got a share. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got it. Well, we got to look at what the percentages are again. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot we did that. Yeah. Get, <laughs> <laughs> Pay out to Jeff. He's literally our biggest benefactor. We need to keep him happy. Yeah, we've, we've got right. an investment. Got a whole so, 897. Before, up. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we're talking about bromances. Bromances mm. throughout history. That's how this conversation, this whole bracket started. And there's something different. Like, the, the, you've got friends, and that's awesome. But, like, Bromance is like another level, right? Like, like you're here with your buddies, and then you've got a bromance. It, it's up a level. And looking at this, as I was doing the research for it, it was like some of these were they hated each other at the beginning, and then they were like inseparable by the end of their, their friendship or relationship. Others were bros at the beginning. They had a falling out. They came back together. Sometimes they never they never made up at all. And – it's just kind of interesting to see this dynamic because I think I've had like seven or eight real hard bromances in my life. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, just, wait, I've wait. I've jump in here because we've got to clear something up. I just Googled yeah. bromance and clicked on images. And a lot of these images are definitely homosexual men in a homosexual relationship. That well, is not I think, a bromance. Well, and it, but... It's not technically. It's not technically. Oh, but not some of these examples we're not, going it's, through. It's actually not a bromance. <laughs> that is a but, different thing. But some of these examples of bromances we have. <laughs> have you looked at that bromance Venn, on Wikipedia? That Venn diagram is a circle between friends and lovers. Like it's there's 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 no difference. They're they're the same. No, Wikipedia, to Eric's point, says a bromance is a very close and non-sexual relationship between two or more men. It goes on from there, but that's the first sentence. Homosocial. Okay. It's homosocial. But what's the picture, Jeff? What's the picture? Pictures? Oh. uh, No, at the top. Of Wikipedia? Yeah. I feel like Joe Rogan right now. I got to go back to Wikipedia. Um... (laughs) 
Barack Obama and Joe Biden? <laughs> I find that that funny. Just just two bros just running the world. Just, just running the, the well, world and the third and picture is a romance in too- Morocco. It looks like two rival. <laughs> it looks like two rival police officers kissing. Yeah, which that's the, fine. The the, it's, the, the second picture is, wrong with that. is titled French, "Hug in France." Hug in France. <laughs> I think that's also on the homosexual it's, page. It's, it's clearly a soccer match, but hug in France. I, okay, who is in charge? Of oh these, yeah, the first uh, picture is captions. Barack Obama and Joe Biden. Yeah, huh. soccer is awesome. the gayest sport. Obama was the gayest president, and Morocco's the gayest country. This, there's a lot of subterfuge here. It's, it's oh. not very subtle. I'm just trying but to. I see can't wait what, to get what, into this what, bracket. One of my yeah, goals this is today great. is to see where Eric this, Line is. This show <laughs> just went off the rails. We didn't even start on the rails. We we had to talk about the elephant in the room right out of the gate. Yeah, I guess so. So a bromance is not a homosexual relationship. A very close. Is there anything wrong with a homosexual relationship? Of course not. Of course not. It's just not. a different. It's just a different classification of relationship. It's a different episode. We'll get to that later. <laughs> oh, we will. Hot, a, oh, can't wait. Our so bracket excited. of hottest lovers. All right, can't wait. Totally different bracket. Do we need to do a new open? No. Let's no. go on. Eric will dump. No, Eric will cut whatever this. he's going to cut. So. Just move on. So it's just going to be we five have four brackets. Of completed bracket. It's just four, <laughs> we've got four brackets, eight teams in each, or eight bromances per bracket. No, no, We ten. have one, well, yeah, we have a plan for each bracket. So Because of our bro-in. angry TikTok uh, the, the, crowd. Oh, yeah, they did not care for the choices we had, so we had to expand it a bit, which is fine. We yeah. love you, TikTok. Don't don't shadow ban us. Um, so the 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 way this is going to go is similar to other brackets that we've done, um, like the Ides of March Madness and our movies bracket that we did last year. Um, however, uh, instead of Jeff asking three kind of off the wall questions for each individual matchup, we're going to have two questions or two scenarios per bracket that everyone that every matchup will be subject to and if we need to in a given matchup we'll ask a third question so that's kind of the format um first bromance to five points moves on to the next round so if in the first question or scenario we all pick one particular group they get three points and then they get two more points on the second question they move on and if we need a third question we'll go to that so that's the that's the rules, and are you ready to get going, Eric? Yeah. I'm so I just got a... this first bracket. Bracket. Here we go. So, um, yeah. So the first matchup uh, we have Cheech and Chong versus uh, Ball and Burnett. It looks and like. So this is a play-in, correct? This is a play-in. Okay. So the, the winner play-ins... gets Harry and Lloyd. <sighs> that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough to, <clears throat> to compete with Harry and Lloyd. All right, so the first scenario, number 19 on my little list here. So here's the scene. (laughs) Wintertime wingman. All right, 
You are at the local Irish bar in Green Bay, Wisconsin, in the middle of winter, having a great time when you receive a phone call from your cheating ex-girlfriend, Molly, <laughs> after five minutes of her gaslighting you, saying it's your fault that she cheated in the first place. Uh, you smack your friend who drove you here to the bar and drunkenly tell him you're leaving, whereby you sprint in the dead of night to the nearest McDonald's only to find it's closed. You sit on the sidewalk, maybe throw up in your hands a little bit, and then call your buddies to pick you up and take you home so you can sleep it off. Who do you call to save you from yourself? Cheech and Chong or Lucy and Carol? Well, a a few things right off the bat here. One, I'm subliminally already rooting for the women because (laughs) the bromance and having two ladies in there, there's just something about that that I like and I want to promote. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as this scenario goes... I've watched enough Cheech and Chong movies to know those two are going to be incapable of driving <laughs> to you or getting you home safely, uh-huh. no matter what time of day it is. So yeah. these guys probably invented the wake and bake. Yeah. they're uh, So if we're voting and this is how we're doing it, I'm going ball and Burnett. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think... Lucille and, and Carol Burnett, they're funny. They're hysterical. They're probably the life of the party at the bar. But they're also far more responsible than than Cheech and Chong. And so if I need a, a pick-me-up at a random McDonald's in the middle of the night, Carol and, and Lucy, I think, are going to get me there. I would Can assume I they're also have them pick you up at the bar. Well, okay, so this is a story. This is based on a true story. Okay, and I thought there was a reason McDonald's. Yeah, so I was here. the one... So I was at a bar with my good friend, Josh, and he was the one that received the phone call from his ex-girlfriend. And Molly. he is the one, as I am chatting up some lady thinking, all right, I'm finally going to get this, this girl's number. He smacks me on the arm. He's like, I'm leaving. Cause he just got off the phone with her, with Molly. I'm like, okay. And so he leaves. Not five minutes later, he calls me. I'm at the McDonald's. Pick me up. What? Like the McDonald's is a mile away. I know. I just ran. <laughs> okay. I got to go. Sorry, man. I got to go pick up Josh. <laughs> so I pick up Josh at the McDonald's. There's a pile of frozen vomit because it is January in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I get him in the car. <laughs> We're driving home. And he, <laughs> my 1989 Buick, and uh, he opens my doors. We're driving down the middle of the road towards my house to continue to throw up he leans out the car door so i pull over to let him do what he needs to do the door of my car hits a snowbank cracks him in the head knocks him unconscious and back into my car so it's like oh my god i just killed josh (laughs) three minutes later he wakes up he's like don't do that again just don't do that again like okay josh get him home get him into bed and have him sleep it off the rest of the night so that's the whole scenario. Okay. But I don't know if that informs your decision anymore, but. No, that's... Paul and Burnett are going to be more nurturing and responsible. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely not going to drive us into a snowbank. Okay. Okay. Crack our well, heads. Mistakes were made, but. You know, and you're going to call Cheech and Chong and you're going to hear the phone ringing behind you. It's <laughs> That's what's going to happen there. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So uh, is that is that one point or is that three points, Jake? What I think it's three. There? I think it's pretty unanimous. All right. All of us agree. Ball and Burnett take a early lead. All right. So 
Next uh, next question, see if they can wrap it up in two or let's go to three. I've got number four. All right, bachelor party. You just got engaged, but before you walk down the aisle, you and your boys are going to have one last bash to celebrate your pending nuptials. We're talking booze, sparklers, and strippers, baby. Who do you want to play? Who do you, who do you choose to plan your bachelor party? So not just be there. They've got to plan it. So obviously, I'm, I'm instantly concerned with Cheech and Chong's ability to plan anything other than <laughs> the loading of the bong. Yeah, they might hotbox the car. Yeah, I mean, I know that you know. I don't know where Ball and Burnett fall on the stripper versus no stripper debate, or if they want to be part of all this. But I'm probably going to make the first call to them just to kind of feel it out. And yeah, if 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 they're willing to take the bait, then I'm going to choose them because Cheech and Jong are going to set it up for the wrong week, and there won't be any money left. And Chong will be one of the strippers. It's not going to be good. Eric, what are you thinking, man? Well, Jake, you know my policy on bachelor parties. So, uh, my my standing policy. And uh, I mean, you took a few, you took a few bullets for me. Uh, yeah, I did. So that was a that was a week. I, if I have not said this, I do appreciate that. Thank you very much for your gotcha, service, buddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ball and Burnett, um, again, they're going to keep it classy. If I say, hey, here's here's my line, they're they're going to stay close to the line. Okay. Okay. I think that wraps right. it up. Hey, yeah. hey Eric, can, can you come up with a scenario it. that you would have chosen Cheech and Chong for over Ball and Burnett? I mean, God, what, what, I mean, what could Jake have said that would lead you to believe, like, oh, yeah, these are the two guys I need in that scenario? Anything yeah, involving nothing. getting exactly. a delivery? Yeah. <laughs> like pizza. I bet they can get yeah. like heck Oh, they'd order pizza. a heck of a pizza. Uh, Chong is really great at foosball. So if it was a high-stakes foosball tournament, definitely Cheech and Chong. I mean, they're funny. Yeah, they're super funny. laugh and have yeah. a good time. Yeah. But but so are Lucille Ball and Carol <laughs> Burnett. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cheech and Chong, man, heavily outmatched. Um, I don't yeah. know who voted for – who brought that up on TikTok. Uh I thought it was a good idea, but the more we got into it, the less of a chance it's just they had. A, it's just, yeah, it's a numbers game. All right. Do we want to so do then, our second play-in? Uh, so, I mean, this is just going through the matchups as it sees fit. So, Okay. Oh, so whoa, we want to do whoa, round whoa. one. No, no, did no. The, okay. Did the AI just take over the It kind of did. I mean, I can, I can cancel that out. I can just click and we can... We can look at the next. Let's do the matchup. other matchup. Let's do, do the other. Um, All right. Yeah. Play so in, and then we'll got go through Ryan round Reynolds one. and Hugh Jackman versus Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. Okay. So same two questions. On this. Same two <laughs> questions. <laughs> Didn't we all? Uh, who would be your wintertime wingman and pick you up for McDonald's and get you home safe? Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, or Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Um, are Lincoln and Douglass going to have to come in a horse-drawn carriage or some sort of? 
<laughs> uh, let's animal assume, powered. It, all right, let's assume you're in the 1860s, and uh, instead of it's a McDonald's, it's just whatever, whatever slop house. Is that what Ryan that and Hugh are dealing with too? Yeah, do no, I Ryan and Hugh... actor like the the a coworker from someone who's going to shoot Lincoln at some point? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. Um, you know, assuming either you bring Lincoln and Douglas into the modern times, they can drive a car or request one, um, or you send yourself back into the 1860s and they pick you up in a buggy. I would be of the opinion that both Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. Eh, might be a little judgy in this circumstance. Maybe like, dude, it's your, this is your problem, you solve it type situation. Yeah. Whereas Ryan and Hugh would be much more prepared to say, we can help a brother out. Well, you're probably tanked on whatever it is, aviation gin that, isn't that Ryan Reynolds? Yes, that is. Booze company? So, yeah. So that they get you all liquored up and distraught. They'll be the ones to make sure you get home. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I, I If I spent an evening boozing it up with those two, I would trust them to take care of me. Abraham yeah. Lincoln and Frederick Douglass might end up bothered by some other highfalutin idea that they have to go deal with. No, yeah, I just Googled policy. Frederick Douglass and I knew what he looked like, but there's not one picture of the man smiling. I'm getting a little a bit of a vibe from my grandfather, who I loved more than <laughs> anybody, but I was also terrified of that man. Um, sure. There's, I, I am not calling Frederick Douglass under any circumstance in this scenario, because he's going to get Yeah, that'd be minimum, very uncomfortable. I'm get, yeah, I'm going to get an ass-chewing at a minimum. Mm -hmm. So... Um, okay. I'm going with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I think, I think in this case, I would pick, I would pick Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln for a lot of things, not picking me up at McDonald's and get me home because I made a bunch of poor choices is not one of them. I, I agree. I think Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are the two I'd pick. All right, I'm going to Google Frederick Douglass smiling and see what I get. It's going to horrify you. Don't do uh, it. You can. It's, there's there's a couple smirks. He looks a little bit like Fred Sanford in these pictures, but uh, yeah, he was he was not a happy man. But you know, he didn't have a happy job, did he? He was uh, he had heavy, weighty things on his plate yeah. for sure. All right, bachelor party. Who's planning your bachelor party? Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, or Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln? Uh, do we have now, to say it? Do, do any of us even have to utter the words? Well, I mean, we can, we can, uh, let's say it's at the White House. Lincoln can throw it at the White House. He's president at this time. Frederick Douglass does not have the <laughs> bearing <laughs> for fun required to plan a bachelor party. Again. Hold on. Hold on, Jeff. Uh, if, if you're asking me who's going to defend me in an argument or court or public opinion, this is the man I want. Wingman, bachelor party, I, I'm not seeing it. Hold up, Jeff. Uh, can I show you something real quick? Just Please. Just for you. There you go. <laughs> okay, none Frederick of those Douglas. are Frederick Douglass. So. Yeah, no, just, no. Just, I, it's is that AI just a stock photo? No, it's AI generated. Are you AI generated Frederick Douglass smiling? Yeah. 
Huh. They all look like the ladies' man from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) They look like Tim Meadows. Yeah. I brought you some flowers. All right. They look fake, but they smell real. Again, you're right. In no realistic universe would I pick Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln to plan my bachelor party. So it goes to Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. All right. Okay, so we've got our plans done. So it is. now we can start the official first round of this bracket. Which means there are two more scenarios because now it's a new round. Do we want to give those two uh, play-in teams uh, a rest? I'll let them rest. Yeah. Let's just, let's just see what your computer seed. dictates we do next. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Okay. What, what match is it? Yeah, oh. click a button, Eric. Let's see. Use matchup mode. All right. All right. So... <laughs> Arguably the number one seed of this entire tournament versus yep. Ball and Burnett. And here he met Lloyd. Um, okay, so here it is. Scenario 23, the neighbors. You and your wife just had your first baby, a beautiful baby girl. You would do anything for. However, just as you get home from the hospital, you see a fraternity moved in next door, and they are <laughs> hell-bent on throwing wild parties and making your life absolutely miserable. The only way to get them to leave is for you and your wife and two of your best bros to friend, infiltrate, and then destroy this fraternity from within. Who's in? Lloyd and Harry or Carol and Lucy? I, I have no idea. I, and I, I don't I know. What, I don't Harry have an easy answer here. I'm. I'm uh, they. I don't see them successfully pulling this off at all. Who? Harry and Lloyd. Yeah, I don't I either. Think they... I've, I've got to go ball and Burnett. They're they're crafty. They're smart. They're witty. They're going to keep their eye on the ball. Harry and Lloyd. And they're there's a baby the... involved. They they're going to be much there's more a baby in involved. To like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's you, your wife, and then there's that baby. So maybe Lucille and Carol might take the early edge here. Okay. You, you know what? I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna take Harry and Lloyd. Just the the. The, the wrecking ball nature of what is going to happen when they get in there. The, the, it could end up backfiring wildly, but I, I think the precision of Ball and Burnett versus the maniacal mayhem of Harry and Lloyd. I got to go with Harry and Lloyd on this. I mean, I'll, I'll give you this. Harry and Lloyd, certainly when they set out to take on a task, they didn't really back down. They drove cross country no. to track down a a suitcase owner so they'll give an effort but i just i'm officially going here and lloyd okay Okay, so so i'm gonna go i'm going lucille and carol so that's uh two to one for lucille over harry and lloyd all right right, next scenario (laughs) all right wreck the cul-de-sac um aliens have finally decided to invade the earth and they have decided to start the invasion on your cul-de-sac in the mean streets of Bakersfield, California. Yeah. It's up to you and your bros to beat the aliens, save Earth, and still be home in time for dinner. Who's got your back? Harry and Lloyd or Lucille and uh, Carol Burnett? 
Eric, why don't you go first? Well, I'm really struggling as to why aliens would pick Bakersfield. Why would it so awesome? Yeah. And- yeah. For the oil. <laughs> For the oil. <laughs> And they heard that there was going to be a speaker of the house that lived there. So they they thought this is the place to go. That's the seat of power right there. Mm -hmm. The county seat of Kern County in Bakersfield. It's no Fresno, but it's pretty nice. (laughs) Fresno's a B-rate city to Bakersfield's C. Uh, You're you're stalling, Eric. I really am. Defend your... It's clearly Harry and Lloyd. It's clear. It's, it's there's no contest here. <laughs> it is. I don't know why. Ball and Carol Burnett against aliens. There's no scenario where that's the right yeah, move. Yeah, Harry and Lloyd are crafty like a fox, man. The the aliens aren't going to know what to do with those. I'm two sorry. Guys. I'm, as I look at the picture of Harry and Lloyd, it's 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 informing they're my watching, decision look here. Look at the picture. They're watching the aliens land right now. They're ready for it. They are unaware of their own mortal danger. They are ready to go yeah. headlong into this whole thing for all the wrong reasons. Little did you know, the alien's one weakness is the most annoying sound in the world. And here okay, you okay. have it. And, so, and don't forget, don't forget the guy in the right is America's favorite newsman from the newsroom. That's true. So, yeah, no, he's so not. He cleans up his the act. The guy on the right is Harry Dunn. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah, we, we, this, this isn't Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. This is Lloyd no, no, Christmas no. He, he fought Dunn. at the Battle of Gettysburg, Little Round Top. Uh, oh Harry gosh. and Lloyd, I think. Okay, that's a stunning else, comeback. They'd be good fodder. It's now three to two, which means you're going to a third scenario. Wait, how is it three to two? Because Carol, or no, it's three to four to two. Four to two. It's four to two. Yeah, because Harry and Lloyd yeah. just swept that one, right? Yeah, yeah, they did four okay. to two. So they get one more point. That's it. Game over. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. House party. <laughs> House party is not going well. Some moron that your idiot roommate Kyle invited decided to break the fog machine, drink all the punch, and then threw one of your buddies through the front door. You and your bros need to rally to your friend's defense, get everyone out of the house, and somebody has to cover for the cops. Who's going to fight the moron? Who's going to talk to the cops? And who will make sure everyone gets home safe? So there's three roles here. You, your two bros. Each got a different role. Okay, so when you say talk to the cops, it doesn't necessarily mean like smooth all this over. This could just be a stall tactic while everybody else jumps over the fence. Again, this is based on a true story. And yes, that's exactly what happened. So... (laughs) Jake, you want to take this one first? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll go. So um, I was the one that had to talk to the cops during this particular house party and smooth everything over while everybody jumped over the fence, literally. Um, so that was my role in that scenario. And if I'm – somebody's got to fight this dude, and this dude's big. He's like 6'5". <clears throat> And then who's going to make sure everybody gets home safe? Gosh. See, Harry and Lloyd, I think they would be happy to fight. They would, they'd go down fighting for this this guy. I don't know if they'd get anybody home safely, though. They made their that's, way that's... from Rhode Island to Aspen, Colorado with yeah, what, it... less than $100, I'm guessing. I mean, they did. <sighs> I don't know. 
I think just because they'd be down for whatever, I think I think I'm going Harry and Lloyd on this one. Yeah. I was going to go with Harry and Lloyd anyway, so I just wanted to see if somebody was going to follow me down this. So, Jake, as soon as you said that you were one of the characters, I mean, you're the Harry to my Lloyd, so that that sealed (laughs) it up right there. That's awesome. All right, that's it. So Harry and Lloyd move on, which was not unexpected at all. No, they're a one seed. They're the one seed. They've earned it. All right, so next up we have Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr versus Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony. Quick background on Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr, Eric. Since this ostensibly is a history podcast. Yeah, they both attended um, what was King's College at the time in New York City. Um, Alexander Hamilton Hamilton coming from uh, the island of Nevis, um, which was – in the Caribbean. It was like a horrendous uh, <clears throat> island for slave work. Um, Aaron Burr had been given a massive kind of inheritance from his parents, and he was basically a trust fund baby. And uh, mm-hmm. But they met up. They both pursued the same degree, which was in law. They both looked for opportunities to serve during the Revolutionary War. Aaron Burr looking for opportunities to serve different generals. Hamilton simply wanted to lead men in battle. Uh, He was not allowed to do so until uh, the Battle of Yorktown when he led the charge on readout number 9 or readout number 10 um, overnight that allowed American artillery to move up within position or within range of the the fortifications on Yorktown. And then following the war, they both um, became lawyers. Alexander Hamilton wanted Aaron Burr to help him in writing the Federalist Papers in defense of the Constitution. And uh, during all this time, Alexander Hamilton uh, and Aaron Burr did not necessarily see eye to eye in terms of obtaining and establishing political power. Aaron Burr would basically do and say whatever it took to get into position. But Hamilton was much more interested in taking a taking a strong position and defending it well and standing by his principles, as it were. So uh, later on, he would kind of sabotage Aaron Burr's political aspirations. And and that would result in a bunch of letters going back and forth, insults to the point where uh, there was a a dual challenge. And so so this bromance broke up. Oh, irrevocably so. Yeah, they fell out hard. Yeah, but for a time there, they were compatriots in arms. And then our and they were next both pair... very young during the revolution. I mean, mm-hmm. Hamilton was like, I think, 19 or 20. Kids these days. During the, the revolution. I mean, he was, he was in his early 20s. And he was yeah. like 30 when he attended the uh, Constitutional Convention uh, and proposed some of the some of the workings of the federal government. So, yeah. All right. And then next up is uh, Julius Caesar and his uh, best bud, Mark Antony. Caesar uh, and and Mark Antony kind of met when he was, when Mark Antony was sent to Gaul to join Caesar as a staff officer. Um, He helped Caesar conquer Gaul 
in 52 D BC, he stabilized the Roman line at the Battle of Alesia, saving Caesar and helping defeat uh, the rebellion of Vercingetorix. 49 BC, he was elected a tribune and he was Caesar's strongest ally. And then uh, he also supported Caesar's left flank at the Battle of Pharsalus, defeating Pompey um, decisively and ending that Roman civil war. Uh, so wherever Caesar was, Mark Antony was there with him and, and really supported him. When Caesar was killed um, on his way to the Senate, Mark Antony tried to warn him, but it was uh, de delayed um, by some of the other senators. And uh, so Mark Antony fled Rome and then he came back and helped avenge Caesar's death by hunting down the senators that were responsible for his death. So they never, they never had that falling out. They were very loyal to each other all the way till the end. Um, and so, and it's not, you know, I mean, if you know anything about Rome, you know who Julius Caesar is, but um, that's kind of the relationship he had with Mark Antony. So this is our next matchup. I would say this is two heavy hitters um, for sure going at it. What's the official so seeding of these two, Eric? Um, this is a four and a five? Uh, yes. All right. All right. So the first question is the same as it was for Harry and Lloyd. The neighbors, you and your wife had your first baby. Fraternity moves in. You've got to infiltrate. Who do you want to do that with you? Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton or Julius Caesar and Mark you said Antony? Infiltrate? Yeah, befriend, infiltrate, and destroy from within. You're doing this for your kid. So on the and that one does hand, not mean you. That does not mean they get to just slaughter everybody. The, the, you gotta. They're still an HOA. You can't just go kill your neighbors. <laughs> I know they're all willing to uphold HOAs. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Alexander Hamilton, his one combat role was at the Battle of Yorktown. And they assaulted readout number nine, uh, or readout number 10, I believe. And uh, they did that under cover of night. They did that without ammunition so that it would be completely quiet. And they actually fixed bayonets and charged into the readout um, <clears throat> without loaded weapons in order to infiltrate it first. Okay. That said, uh, I believe Caesar and Mark Antony were probably much more political so in like their Caesar scheming. and Mark Antony, they had to navigate the Roman Senate. Yeah. Uh, Mark Caesar is part of the first triumvirate. Mark Antony is part of the second. I mean, if I'm Didn't asking them well to go for either of them. <laughs> infiltrate a fraternity, correct? Yeah. I mean, they'll have togas. So yeah, they already got the togas. So they're already set there. I'm going Julius and Mark here. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm in the same boat. Julius and Mark Anthony, I think, have this this task. I'm going Julius and Mark hand. Anthony. Um, while I lack your uh, historical knowledge and training, I'm going to break this down to um, overt stereotypes. So do sure. I want the American federal government to go in there, or do I want the Italian mafia? Um, I don't trust the American government to <laughs> do like anything. I like that comparison. That's perfect. Yeah. But the mob, oh, they would have that thing solved like that. It'd be yeah. like a two-minute conversation. and you An offer that you can't refuse, and then bada-bing, bada-boom. Baby yeah, sleeps I'm, well at night. I'm going with the Italians on this. That's great. All right. Caesar and Mark Antony jump out to a commanding 3-0 lead, which leads us back to 
Attack the uh, block. Attack the block or wreck the cul-de-sac. So, who do you want to help fend off an alien invasion? Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr, Julius Caesar, Mark Antony. Um, I'm going to start on this one. Um, if I've got to go the American government or the mafia, and we're talking alien invasion, I clearly have to take the American, the <laughs> full might and resource of the American military. Um, I realize okay. it was a little dated back then. We've already talked about we're going to modernize this. I mean, they didn't have cul-de-sacs, did they? No. To have a cul-de-sac, no. it has to be at least the 80s. Um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Americans. Okay, Eric, what are your thoughts here? Well, it, gosh, I you know Jeff's argument makes a ton of sense. I might go so far as to say Alexander Hamilton will at least build a financial system to defeat the aliens. They both will because they both started rival banks with each other. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but the but the ability to lead legions of men really falls to Julius and Mark into combat, like well, legions. Alexander Hamilton okay, had I, like a platoon or a regiment, whatever. But have you see, have you seen the movie <clears throat> Attack the Block? No. First of all, it's a great movie. It's uh, who's it's the guy from Star Wars. I keep forgetting his name. John Boyega. John Boyega. The he was from Star uh, Star Wars, the stormtrooper. Um, he's in this. It's this is a couple years before he was in Star Wars. Awesome movie. Uh, aliens invade this block in like I don't know the rough part of London, and it's just incredible. And uh, they fend off this invasion with you know baseball bats and. Molotov cocktails, it's it's great. So, with that said, I think, because uh, Aaron Burr served in the Revolutionary War before Hamilton, like, he in combat, and he was like... I believe so. He did well. So, I think in this case, I understand Julius Caesar, Mark Anthony, but I think Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton would do a really good job in this scenario, and because what was the American Revolution? It's a bunch of scrappy militiamen fighting against the largest empire on the earth at the time, and they won. And so I think in this case, alien invasion, you need some scrappiness to, to fend right. off. So I'm going to go with Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr. All Should, right. Uh, did you – what are you going with, Eric? Did you say – I mean, it, it doesn't matter at this point. Your argument is very good, so – but either way – Hamilton and Burr take it. So they take this round. Because the first round was Julius Caesar and Mark Antony. Yeah, so yeah they take this up. question. Yeah, the, the Caesar won all three of the first. So if, you, if yeah. you're going to take so Hamilton you and Burr, Caesar, then that's going to tie it up. Yeah, if mm. you take Hamilton and Burr, it knots it up. If you take Julius Caesar, it's four to, four to two. I'm going to go with Hamilton and Burr. So knots it up. All right. Three all. Next up is our third question for this round, the house party. So house party's going bad. Who's going to talk to the cops? Who's going to beat that guy up that threw your buddy through a door? And who's going to make sure everybody gets home safe? Wasn't this our first question? Wasn't the first question uh, the neighbors? 
The oh, frat- the neighbors. Okay, no, I'm, yep. I'm mixing them up. They're 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 similar scenarios. They are similar. My reasoning from the first question stands. I'm sending the mob in there to squelch this. It's a small scale, one address level conflict. That's U.S. government's not good at such things. No, no, they always bring too much heat. No, but this bromance, Aaron Burr is going to tell the cops exactly what they want to hear. And he's going to he's going to tell them he's going to make all the promises like he did. Because he has no principles. Exactly. <laughs> Hamilton will. What were the other two options? Throw people over the fence or. Well, you got to throw them over the <laughs> fence. Make sure everybody gets home and beat up the guy that threw your buddy through a door. Um. I mean, if you want to throw him over the fence, I guess he can, but... I can't imagine it's me beating somebody up. But Hamilton's going to make sure people get over the fence, just like into the readout, which was basically a big fence of uh, earthworks and trees. Okay. And then I guess I'll I'll be tasked with beating somebody up. Whether it works or not, it doesn't matter. As long as everyone gets home (laughs) safe. You just got to delay. You're going to Hamilton and Burr? Hamilton and Burr, yep. Yeah, so they to me. All right. Uh, uh, friends, countrymen, Romans, I got to go with Julius Caesar and Mark Antony. I think uh, I think they're going to take care of it. It's a doozy Boom. of a matchup Five there. Four. All right. Okay, so this wants but, me to move into this, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. Duh. Obviously. So what do we got next? Yeah, what are we gonna do, Eric? We've got the Wolf Pack, and we've got Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Outstanding! Is, I love it. What if those okay. two were in that movie? What movie? The The Hangover. What if Jim Carrey was in that movie? I mean, we could do this Ooh. all night. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, it could be a whole new podcast. What if Julius Caesar was in that movie? I don't know. Um, Isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, doesn't Caesar live here? Does Caesar live here? Forgot about that. You have a phone bank? Um, okay, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds versus the Wolfpack. Same thing as before. First question, who's going to help better infiltrate, befriend, and destroy a fraternity from within so your wife and your newborn baby daughter can get some sleep? The Wolfpack or Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds? You know what? I'll I'll start on this one. Um, Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, fantastic actors. Hugh Jackman's a triple threat. Ryan Reynolds, endlessly funny. Um, I cannot... I, I'm going to have to guess at what their individual skill sets are. Clearly, making money is high on that list. But the Wolfpack, yeah. I know so much, even though I didn't see Hangover 2 or 3, based on the advice of the rest of the world, um, I just know... <laughs> That when your back's against the wall, you yeah. need the wolf pack. You need your bros. It's the ultimate bromance package there. Um, I'm going yeah. wolf pack on this one. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat, and I can't – they've got a – maybe it's because of numbers, but I don't think so. I, I just think they've got a skill set that is uniquely suited to this. I mean, they re- reconstructed an entire blackout night based on the scantest of clues Uh and Bradley Cooper leading the way. Yet uh, Alan, who's at some points a human calculator, and at other points will 
just slip everybody roof and all to see what happens. Um, I feel like the, and then Ed Helms, what was his, what was his uh, character's name? I don't know, but you know, where he goes from mild mannered at one moment to ripping out his own tooth to prove a point. I, I don't know if, I don't know if the fraternity can handle the wolf pack. So that's what I'm going with. Doc- <laughs> I think that's what they called him. Sorry, Eric. That was uh, there's forty-seven the, there fourteen. Goes, if you want to look, yeah, there goes the dump button. If it drives, if it drives views, back, I'm letting it. Yeah, fly. it's all about engagement. Next thing you know, be going down the rabbit hole. Um, what do you got, man? Wolfpacker, Deadpool, and Wolverine. I never. I enjoyed the hangover. I thought the wolf pack was fun. I thought it was great. I, I never developed the trust with the wolf pack that I have with Ryan and Hugh. Sure. To whatever extent I have. So That's fair. I feel like these two can be calculating and methodical and deliberate in their action and not just fumble their way through it because mm-hmm. they have to. So I'm going Hugh and Ryan. Okay. Outstanding. Well, that leads us to our next question. Wreck the cul-de-sac, attack the block. Who do you want to defend Earth from aliens in Bakersfield? There's no Wolf question, pack. right? <laughs> yeah, it's the Wolfpack. Really? <laughs> Wolfpack, yeah. There's more of them. Oh, I'm taking Deadpool and Wolverine all the way. In an alien invasion uh, scenario. I mean, is it is, is it the characters or is it these two actors? I am taking Wolverine <laughs> and Deadpool. <laughs> you pick the answer. Is the answer? That's yeah. right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still taking. Well, then Wolfpack. I would have gone with Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Oh, that would have been awesome. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Does Frederick Douglass appear in those books? I'll bet he should. He, he should. should. I don't know. Jake, what, what are you doing for Attack the Block? Wolfpack. Nice. So we're all. So I think it's Wolfpack 4. Yep. Ryan Jackman, and Ryan Reynolds 2. So we're going right. to the third question, which is House Party. So who's beating up the big dude? Who's throwing people over the fence and who's talking to the cops? Um, the, the wolf pack in the house party scenario is its own three movie arc. I mean, <laughs> that that is, I can't wait to see that. I'm, I would I'm watch going, it. I'm going wolf pack. I'm putting them over the top. You guys are entitled to an answer, but as you're I, aware, my answer is going to be the wolf pack. That's nice. it. So right. unofficially, a seven to two. Victory. Yep. That was a big one. All right. <clears throat> so let's get into a little bit of sports for this next matchup. Last this matchup we're of the gonna night, miss too. Cameron. I know. This one's unfortunate. I've seen The Last Dance. I can... Oh, well, never mind. Then we're okay. good. We, we have all the expertise we need. nostalgic about... Yeah. Yeah. I can try. Okay. So what do we got? Uh, Jordan Jordan Pippen, arguably the greatest sports one-two punch of all time, versus who is the bottom there? I can't tell. Han and, Han Chewy. and Chewy. Ooh. Oh, man. Okay. Same three questions. 
the neighbors, who do you want to befriend, infiltrate, and destroy the fraternity next door so your wife and kids can get some sleep? Han and Chewie or Jordan and Pippin? The answer seems apparent to me that it would be Han and Chewie. Yeah. I don't know I don't know. I don't know why it See, just feels I'm, right. I'm, I'm going with with Jordan and Pippin because Jordan is a master manipulator, both of That's himself true. and okay. others. That's true. So, uh, Pippin didn't do as well away from Jordan. Of course, he played the bulk of his career and definitely the peak of his career in a Bulls uniform, and later on went to Portland, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I'm sending Jordan Pippen over there to to square this away. How about you, Jake? Well, you know, I thought it was going to be Han and Chewy, and then I think you changed my mind here. So I'm going Jordan and Pippen because um, Jordan, as you said, master manipulator, and he would he would not play second fiddle to anybody. There's no way he would allow a fraternity to be so so rowdy and raucous. Uh, when you said Chewie over there, to... he's going to start ripping arms out of sockets. And it's yeah, Chewie's uncontrollable. He's a rage machine. He's got that weird crossbow. He it's... is a Wookiee. But yeah. Mr. Solo has a pretty good rein on him when yeah, he needs true. to. He can say, hey, easy, easy, Chewie. Just relax. Maybe, I, I, maybe we need to look think... at this from a different perspective, from the infiltrate perspective. If you are a fraternity and – Unbeknownst to you, you were being infiltrated, but Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen show up. Or Han Solo, not Harrison Ford, but Han Solo and Chewbacca the Wookiee show up wanting to join your fraternity. Who do you offer the invite to? Because I can tell you, a Wookiee... Well, it's Zac Efron, so let's not go there. Um, It's a a multiracial fraternity, so there is that. You got Zach Efron and uh, James Franco's Han Solo brother. Is a so. smuggler by trade. Smuggler so by getting trade. In and out of places is not an issue. He's a scoundrel at heart, though, Eric. Yeah. yeah. He does get the girl in the end. He does. But I think if you have a Wookiee at your house parties, like if you're like, we have a Wookiee, not a guy in a Wookiee costume, a Wookiee. You know, what? I, I love this train of thought because w- which fraternity is more popular? You got the, the Phi Size over here that have Jordan and Pippen are in their fraternity. Yeah. The greatest yeah. NBA player of all time and his Robin. Or you've got SAE over here. They've got a Wookiee and Han Solo, <laughs> which means the Millennium Falcon is in the backyard. Yeah. When you're doing beer runs, you're taking the Millennium Falcon. God. I, I, I haven't processed an answer yet. I don't know. I thought, I, you know, Jordan could get in there, but he's going to treat everybody like trash because they're not good. That's enough. true. But the street cred you would have to have yeah. Jordan yeah. in your fraternity is it's nationwide news. It's not only campus wide news. This is on the crawl on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I don't know. I am. I think I've changed my answer four times. On this it's question. time. It's time, Jake. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta throw a dart. Han and Chewie. Final answer. Uh, I think I'm going back to Han and Chewie. Okay, so we got one for Jordan and Pip, and two for Han and Chewie. Yep. Okay. Awesome. All right. Next question is uh, attack the block. I feel like this is a sweep for Han and Chewie. 
Yeah. You got to fight um, off aliens. Unless Jordan has a spaceship that I'm unaware of. Well, I mean, what if he has to play a I mean, basketball Jordan game against him? Jordan was in Space Jam. Yeah. Hold on. Jordan wait, was wait, in wait, Space wait, Jam. Wait. Oh, okay. You know what? Attack Great the block point. with a basketball team? I mean. The Monstars. He defeated the Monstars. The Monstars. Which was almost impossible. Nobody thought it could be done, and, and they did it. Hmm. No, I'm just going to get out of the way here and let you two uh, do the rest of this. I'm going Han and Chewie because they have a spaceship. So, Yeah, and they, they have guns or, or blasters. God, guns are important. And they're not afraid yeah. of aliens. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, one it's of them just, is. So Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Han and it's Chewie. The, it's the world they live in. Is that yeah. it? Cameron's going to be so furious, but... <laughs> He Look, still has wait, Kobe just... and Duncan and Shaq and yeah, Popovich and, Pop. and yeah. So, so Jake, did you go Han and Chewie? Han and Chewie. And Jake or Eric, what'd you do? Yeah, Han and Chewie. That's so five to one. It's five, five to one. one. Yeah. yeah, that was decisive. Yeah. Boom. Look. All right, All right. That is uh, that was outstanding work. What was this Brotiquity? This was Brotiquity. Brotiquity bracket. The region. The region for this four-region bracket. So, Bertiquity is is now up to its final match. Or, no, final two, I guess, three matches. And then, there you go. But that's it for, for this episode, right? That, okay. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good episode, good bracket. Um, okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us uh, on this uh, first uh, episode of our... Super Bro, and uh, to find out who the best bromance in history is, uh, that was a fun one. I didn't know where it was going, and it it went really, really well. So, thank you guys for joining us, and uh, keep an eye out for the next episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you all next week. Have a great day in history. See you, everybody.